Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Tian Tian, you've got a market view segment uh, with your guest in just a while. David Kuo, co-founder of The Smart Investor. But mm. set things up for us. Okay, so first look at the closing numbers. The Benchmark Straits Times Index closed down 1.07% in the red. We're looking at 3,324 points. In terms of value turnover, that's $1.08 billion. Gainers trailed losers 253 versus 306. Top advances, Micro Mechanics, Don Agro and Wilma International. And top decliners, DBS, Hopa and Yobi. All right, we've got a couple of uh, companies to watch today. That includes uh, Singapore's largest lender, DBS, as well. You're also tracking Thompson Medical, very That's kindly. Right. Uh, but first, let's uh, get David Kuo, the co-founder of The Smart Investor, on the line with us. Good evening, David. Good evening, Drive Time Team. How is the team doing today? I like that name, Drive Time Ooh. Team. Yeah. We're doing a lot better than Chelsea Football Club. (laughs) (laughs) We drew one all, all, okay? And we were robbed because we had a penalty that was denied (laughs) in the last minute. Get it out. Get it out, David. I know, I know, I know. I'm not going to hold back. We were denied. We should have had the whole three points, okay? (laughs) Okay, so Mr. Cole, let's start with the Singapore stock market, right? How did the STI fare today? Which are the levels to watch for now? Okay, I think we're just playing follow the leader at the moment because people are very concerned about Mm. what's going on in America. Um, There is some talk that the Fed might increase interest rates up to about 6%, some people think, uh, before the end of this year because they are so concerned about inflation. But I think everything will become clearer tomorrow when we get the uh, latest inflation numbers uh, from the U.S., and maybe that might just calm people's nerves, or maybe it might actually make them even more frantic about, you know, the inflation. Right. It is going to be very difficult to sort of bring down inflation in the U.S., especially if uh, inflation hovers around this level. How on earth are they going to get it down to 2% mm. without the Fed driving up interest rates to such a level that could um, decimate the U.S. economy? But that's a different story. So I think it was just a case of follow the leader today, Tian Tian. Right. And uh, I want to zoom in on some of the biggest movers, the biggest decliner, in fact, uh, DBS Group seeing a 69% year-on-year rise in net profit. We're talking about a record $2.3 billion for 4Q. How have rising rates played a part in this and how would 2023 look like when uh, rates around the world sort of begin to level off or start to taper off? Right. Okay. Uh, At the moment, um, I think when we have a look at the DBS results, they were astonishing. I mean, to actually sort of produce those kind of results, it was really on the back of the net interest margin. And that really is the difference between what the banks charge borrowers and what they pay savers. And we know that that margin is widening simply because they are charging people who borrow money higher rates of interest. So consequently, DBS, which, by the way, I own shares in, Mm. and... uh, it is uh, probably disappointing to actually see the share price fall today. Mm-hmm. And Ken, Ken, when you mentioned those three companies that sell today, DBS, uh, Hopa, and UOB, I own shares in all three, right? But it, does, it doesn't disappoint me at all, simply okay. because I know. And one thing you didn't yeah. mention, Ken, Ken, was the uh, special dividend that DBS will be paying. So, yes, and you love dividends, right? I love dividends, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. And so in total... About 92 cents will be coming to shareholders uh, in terms of the special dividend and the normal dividend that DBS is paying. So uh, I'm not disappointed at all, and I'm quite looking forward to that dividend check ending up in my bank account in a few months' time. Right. And uh, Mr. Ko, uh, DBS did say its exposure to Adani Group is tightly managed. Do you agree with that statement, though? 
I do agree with that statement. Yes, I mean, they have lent Adani some money to go and buy Holcim, which is a cement maker. Uh, but the amount of exposure is only around sort of $1 billion. Mm. I say a billion dollars, you know, as though it's like, you know, $10 in my back pocket. But when you have a look at the amount of loans that DBS has, it's around $400 billion. So therefore, it's only a drop in the bucket as far as DBS is concerned. Yes, it is uh, reasonably well managed. And what they did actually lend the money for was to buy a company, and that company is not uh, in any kind of danger. Cement is something that India needs desperately, especially mm. if they're going to go through building more infrastructure. Mm. You say you own shares everywhere, David. Do you own shares <laughs> in uh, Chelsea Pitch Owners PLC? You know? 100, 100, 100 pounds, you know, is that set? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. I only own shares in companies that pay me a dividend. Oh, and, okay. unless, <laughs> yeah, and, and just having enjoyment is not really enough. You know, watching a game is not sufficient. I need to see dollars and cents in my bank account. And uh, football clubs, by the way, incidentally, are not really sort of good investments because I think the problem with football clubs is that they cannot differentiate between financial discipline and discipline on the field. They seem to think that just, no, they seem to think that just throwing money, you know, buying hundred million pound players, you know, will actually change things. No, it doesn't. I think, you know, there, there are some clubs in the UK where they are very disciplined in terms of finances. Mm. Unfortunately, they don't do very well, but uh, they, uh, they they don't do very well in terms of their performances, but they do quite well in terms of their finances. You yeah. can't have it all, David. You know, you that's... cannot have everything. You can't have your cake and eat it as <laughs> exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, let's talk about uh, Thompson Medical, because net profit's up 82.5%. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think this has a lot to do with medical tourism now that the borders are open? I think it is definitely to do with uh, the reopening of uh, economies. I'll tell you something, you know, I mean, I'll drag you into my, my private hell here. I mean, during the three years when, um, we, well, the two and a half years when we were in kind of lockdown mm-hmm. and restricted movement, I couldn't go and see my doctor to go and get an injection in my knee because it is classified as non-essential. So therefore, oh. you can't do it. But of course, you know, now that things are open again, guess what? I'm running around like a, like a two-year-old, you know, because mm. I've got the injection in my knee and it is actually freeing things up. And mm. so I think it is the same thing with Thompson Medical. People are able to travel. And the other thing they said was that uh, elective surgeries are going to be uh, more available these days, whereas previously many of the hospitals were just tied up with uh, giving vac- vaccinations to people. That kept the hospitals going, Thompson Medical going. But the important thing, of course, is to be able to go for the kind of surgery that you need. And by the way, I don't need surgery in my knee. I just need, I just need an injection in my knee, yeah. Right, and, and Mr. Kuo, talking about tourism, I'd like to turn our attention to look at in-flight caterer sets. Its JV with Air India has been selected to operate an integrated multi-model cargo hub at yeah. Noida International Airport. What do you think this means for uh, sets cash flows looking ahead? I think it's going to be very good. And I tell you something else, Tintin. I think we are beginning to see a strategy behind um, what SATS is hoping to do. Mm. It wasn't that long ago when they were going to buy WFS. And uh, that is all about cargo handling. That is all about freight handling. And now we're seeing this deal with um, Air India SATS, this new company, AI SATS. And that is going to be involved in... um, 
operating in a region of India where they're going to be transporting goods out from India and out to the rest of the world. Mm. So I think this is a really exciting development for SATs. And I own shares in SATs, by the way. And <laughs> the, the, those people who were a bit disappointed, you know, during the pandemic when they weren't able to uh, pay their dividends, I think they will be looking at SATs with a different set of eyes now. Mm. And I think they'll be sort of quite encouraged by what's going on there. Mm. Lots to watch out for, Mr. Kuo. And that was David Kuo, co-founder, The Smart Investor. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Thank you so much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.